0: Immediately a man was nailed to the cross, he lost all his rights. And if you ever get nailed to the cross, you'll lose all yours too. In the morning when I rise, in the morning we love ourselves when I rise, so much, and who are, we, who are we talking about now? Unbelievers? No. So-called believers who have never understood what it is to take up the cross and put self to death. See, because in the last days, there's going to be very little preaching about the cross and death to self-life. And so, when there's no preaching against death on death to self, self is going to flourish in the lives of many Christians. They won't even know that you cannot follow Jesus if you love yourself. I don't ask people if they're saved anymore, who isn't saved, from the White House to the jailhouse. <clears throat> I'm asking you, does is Christ, is Christ live in you? Christianity is the only religion in the world where a man's God comes and lives inside of him. Thanks be to God that when I finally acknowledge that I can't do this, it's not possible for me to live the Christian life on my own. I, I'm not called to chart my own course. I'm not called to create my own destiny and ask God to bless it. I'm called to follow him. I'm called to give up the rights to my life and walk with a Holy Savior. I'm called to let his mind be formed in me. His life become my life. His ways become my ways. His purpose become my purpose. His plan become my plan. And then the power of God will come upon me.
1: Good afternoon and welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. This is Tom Richardson, your host. It is December the 23rd, Christmas Eve Eve, 2022. And it would be a good time for me, I guess, to do a Christmas message, but I'm not going to. I will play you a Christmas song here in a moment, one that's rather hard-hitting, and uh, I think it's... With the day. But we're going to discuss something else today, and hopefully tomorrow, if I'm around. It's been a busy few weeks. I've had a lot of things going on, and those of you that know me personally, you know we've all had some uh, ups and downs these past couple of weeks. So, uh, I have no need to go into grave detail. But uh, I can just tell you that if I, if I get to where I haven't done a podcast for a little while, it's usually because, you know, things have just gotten in the way. Uh, and they have to be rather important. This is a very important thing for me to do. I have to uh, stay on top of things and, and try to get stuff out there for people to digest. And, and I, I thank you for hanging with me. I've uh, I've noticed that we've we've picked up a few here and there, so that's good. If you find us compelling, share with your friends. And I know sometimes the long farm, a long form, the long form of you know over half an hour or over fifteen minutes is too much for some people. But uh, I don't think so. I think we. We need to really try because we're hunkering down a little bit more towards the Bible here. It's not just a news podcast. I, I think there's enough of those, and I and I hope that uh, we can get some more that are a little bit more biblically based that share a lot more news than I have lately. I wasn't called to be a, a journalist or an, a deep investigator. I look at things through a different lens now, and so therefore, that lens is a lens I want to share with you, and that's what I hope I'm doing. And I do it without confusing you. That's our main thing. But anyway, uh, there's a lot of things I want to talk about today, but I want to play this song. It is a, it is a one of my favorites. It goes back probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years even. Um, it's called While You Were Sleeping. And I sent it to my buddy. Ago. because it's it's one of those songs that just <laughs> smacks you in the head a little bit when you're uh, you know kind of slipping a little bit maybe or you're not thinking about the uh, things of the world maybe or you're you're not thinking about Jesus is what it is maybe you're you've gotten off track a little bit fall asleep, as I search through my picket here, I'll find it and we'll play it, it is a really good song, listen to the words and just be, you know, thankful if you're awake or wake up if you're asleep.
0: like another silent night Above your deep and dreamless sleep A giant star lights up the sky And while you're lying in the dark the shines an everlasting light king has left his throne and is sleeping in a manger tonight, tonight. Oh, Bethlehem, what you have missed while you were sleeping, for God became a man and stepped into your world today. Oh, Bethlehem, you will go down in history. As a city with no room for its king While you were sleeping While you were sleeping Mary shivers in the cold Trying to keep the Savior warm Among the animals Wrapped in dirty rags Because there was no room for Him In the world He came to save Oh Bethlehem what you have missed while you were sleeping for God became a man And stepped into your world today Oh Bethlehem You will go down in history as a city with no room for its key While you were sleeping While you were sleeping United States of America Looks like another silent night As we're sung to sleep by philosophies that save the trees and kill the children. And while we're lying in the dark, there's a shout across the eastern sky. America, what will we miss while we are sleeping? Will Jesus come again and leave us slumbering where we lay? America, will we go down in history as a nation with no room for its king? Will we be sleeping? Will we be sleeping? United States of America Looks like another silent night
1: a lot of things can happen to us while we uh spiritually or uh mentally sleep. You know, he's not talking about sleeping so much curled up in your bed even though the lyrics use that terminology. You know, I think you know the possibility of things happening so quickly around us when we are spiritually asleep there is a lot to be said about that i'm not going to talk about that today so much though because something that fell upon me as often does i've sat and i've got notes all over the place for different things but uh today we're going to talk about i something that bothers me is i know that uh, the terminology that is used by most of the Christian church today is I'm a sinner saved by grace. I love that. They love to say that because then it gives them an open door to just live a life of licentiousness, licentiousness of license to do whatever, uh, that you're covered by grace. Therefore it's all right to, uh, do just about anything you want. We're going to cover one thing in particular uh, today that I would like to go over, and it's lying, lying and liars. And, you know, that sounds a little redundant, but it's not. I want to hit on the things that have just recently, you know, in, in the past month or so, We've we've seen this troves of things, you know, that if you and again this is newsy stuff that uh you know that Elon Musk took over Twitter and he vowed to prove that uh there was complicity in a lot of things from the FBI, the our United States government officials telling Twitter And having embedded within them even people who blocked stories like the Hunter Biden laptop and uh, January 6th, the truth, you know, that kind of thing. COVID, all that. And uh, it's noteworthy because they've been lying to us. And, you know, I know people even within what I would call the church, not afraid to lie. Because they believe in once saved, always saved, and that kind of thing. Uh, The eternal security of the soul. You don't have to worry about, you know, anything. But God does not like lying. I will tell you that right up front. And one of the reasons I stepped away a little bit more from being uh, newsy, journalistically, oriented is because I'm, I don't take the time to to uh, do so much research. My buddy Mike does, and he keeps me up to date. He sends me tons of stuff, and I I, I praise him for it because it, it keeps me a, a awake and alive to what's going on. But here I really fear God, and when I say that, I mean it. It's a reverential awe, and it's a fear. It's a fear of doing wrong. It's a fear of bearing false witness. I've said that over and over again. We are doing our best at this podcast to not bear false witness. Now, you can find that if you want to go digging, and you don't have to dig far, do you? that uh, there is a trove of things in the Bible that tell us not to lie. Yet, we have that tendency to tell a whopper once in a while, don't we? Why do we do that? What, what, is, what is it in our DNA, in our makeup, that we've determined that lying is easier than telling the truth? you know it's it's not it really isn't we we just fool ourselves into this stuff that we can do it it's easier we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings we don't want to step on anybody's toes but yet we still do it we still step out there we still you know when 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 you're caught lying you're gonna hurt the person that you're worried about a lot more than if you'd just said, "Look, I want to do this in a pleasant, non-confrontational way." I'm not gonna hurt your feel. Uh, you know, and it you know something. Well, the thing is, you may hurt somebody's feelings with a with the truth. It happens, but we know. Exodus 20 tells us, and that's where you find your Ten Commandments, and there's people that will just go ballistic. We're not under the law. If you are actively engaged in living in a uh, life of sinning against God, you place yourself under the law. Now, you can fight that. You can argue that. You can say whatever you want. You can, you know, toss out things like, well, I'm just not going to get so many crowns when I get to heaven. My rewards will be thinner or whatever you want to use. And that's fine if that's what you want to believe. But the law was there for a reason. And it was very, it was to tell those people, you know, God was trying to get the Israelites in the old days back there, wandering in the desert days, not to, or I'm sorry, to to use a different mindset, to be a little, to to. he was molding them into a different way of thinking. And I, I quote Exodus 20 and 16, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. And you know, they asked Jesus at one point, well, who's my neighbor? Because they were, I don't know if they were trying to trap him or they just didn't have a clue who their neighbor was. And Jesus told them, your neighbor is practically everybody. Really, that's the bottom line. It's a little bit more difficult to pin that down isn't it when you say it that way you're not supposed to lie about anybody you're not supposed to bear witness false witness against anybody it's just it's just bad juju buddy you know you don't do it you know uh when jesus stood before pilate he talked about the truth and pilate says well what is truth and it's like are you kidding me you're the you're the you're the governor <laughs> aren't you supposed to know what the what at least what truth is but it was like you know he's 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 numb to the idea of truth that's just stupid. But people have a little bit of trouble with it. It's not that easy to stick to a life of telling the truth. But if you're not telling the truth, what are you doing? You're telling a lie. I got into it with a guy one time a long time ago. I, I tried to bring a message and... and he, he was afraid I was stepping on toes and saying something about his, his rapture being taken away from him because he might be not living the way he's supposed to. I said, Enoch walked with God, and God took him. God took him in what we would call a rapture, a harpazo, a catching away, whatever you want to, whatever term you want to use there. That's what happened. Let me give you some things to think about. Now, first of all, we already hit on the bearing false witness, and that's, a, that's something that resonates through the Bible as you go down through it. And I'm using the King James again. Proverbs 17.4. A wicked doer giveth heed to false lips, and a liar giveth ear to to a naughty tongue, the you know I love you, know, you. Can go through the proverbs and you can find all kinds of stuff that fit into this category that that I'm I'm punching at here. Uh, there's I got at least three here in front of us. A false witness. This is I'm sorry. This is uh, proverbs. 6 and 19 now i want to talk a little bit about this set of proverbs in a minute but a false witness that speaketh lies and he that soweth discord amongst amongst the brethren this is the ones where there's six things that god hates Yea, seven or uh, is it six things that god dislikes and seven that he hates uh and this is the biggie sowing discord among the brethren, uh, telling lies, false, right here, a false witness that speaketh lies. So you can be both a false witness, a bearer of false witness, and a liar, one who speaks it out. Boop, I'm just going to tell you, I'd say whatever. And he that soweth discord among the brethren. That's a mouthful when you really start thinking about it because lies in a group cause problems and it knows it says among the brethren I've been accused of that before and I uh, I blew it I blew it down quickly. I said something about a guy named Benny Hinn having a relationship with Paula White and a guy got a, oh now you don't want to be bearing false witness and discord among the brethren I said, well, he admitted it, so I, I guess I didn't uh, that was years and years ago, but I don't like it when somebody says you're a liar <clears throat> Proverbs again nineteen nine a false witness shall not be unpunished, and the theft no oh, I'm sorry, and he that speaketh lies shall perish listen this is one of those things as we get deeper into it, and I pray I can get through this looks like we got time that you don't God looks at lying very specific very detailed very uh, it 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 breaks his heart and jesus speaks of the man of men in matthew see what those were old testament right it's got people you'll go, oh, we're a new testament church okay that's fine with me i you you know i'm i'm a I, i'm an old testament reader and studier as well as new testament i'm not I, you know that that middle page in your Bible is only there to let you know that Matthew comes next. The Bible is a whole of the Bible. If you read deeply into what Paul wrote, he took most of his writing and proved the Old Testament with Jesus, or proved Jesus with the Old Testament. And, you know, that's that's just it. You, you can't get around that. Matthew 1519 speaking is Jesus for out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts murders adulteries fornications thefts thefts, false witnesses and blasphemies out of the heart of a man comes a false witness now when they say heart they don't mean you're that Thing that's pumping in your chest it's that center of your body that spiritual aspect of you if you are doing all those things committing adultery and you know how he said that happened as well or murder you're, it, it became spiritual if you even think about a woman you've already committed it so in these days and ages, it's it's getting more and more difficult. And, you know, here's the thing, a quote for you that I found just today. I just landed in front of me. If the Bible was man-made, it would not go against all man-made desires. Boom! Drop the mic. <clears throat> But out of the out of the heart, out of that soul, out of your center of your being, are evil thoughts, murders, adulteries. You know, these are he, he, Jesus uses plurals here because he knows that it's not going to happen once that we're going to have these thoughts over and over again. And a while back, we did a show. I believe we did it here of bringing or taking your thoughts captive, 2 Corinthians ten five. Don't think so highly of yourself that you think you're getting away with something. Matthew nineteen eighteen. And he saith unto him, Jesus did said this, which are that rich young ruler, I'm sorry, this is rich young ruler is asking Jesus, which of the commandments should I follow. Jesus says, thou shalt do no murder. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. And this guy turned around and said, well, I've I kept all those. He's lying because you know the, the 10 commandments were set there. If you broke one, you broke them all. That's what James says. So there we are. You break one, you broke them all. You're guilty of them all. So if you bear false witness, you tell a little white lie. Those are the ones that get us in trouble. Romans 13 and 9. For this, thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is brief comprehended in this saying namely thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself again false witness don't do it you know the thing that, that drives me nuts is and i'm going to use some names here that because they're public figures and you know i did this thinking out of, out of my own you get people like nancy pelosi and uh joe biden and lindsey graham and and i buddy my buddy added this one for me on the list sean hannity these people will tell falsehoods and just let it go now you know notice i i threw in a couple of republicans there and i'll even say donald trump to a certain degree he didn't always tell the truth but that's he didn't go to the degree that these other ones do. But a lie is a lie in the eyes of God. A lie is a lie. You know, we focus more on the opposition, the people on the other side of our political spectrum or whatever. You know, and we get to the point that we, we do that so much that, you know, we tend to give a pass to the guys we like. We can't do that because they're, if they're telling an untruth, they're telling an untruth. And, you know, it's like I told a friend of mine and Mike a little while ago, you know, we were talking, I said, just the evil that goes on just drives me nuts. You know, it's, it really, And I, I, I tell him, you know, my blood pressure's come down a lot. I don't spend a lot of time in front of the TV watching the news. I just can't, it's, it's un, it's it's so unseemly, you know. The lies are coming at you now. Some some are pretty good, you know, and I you know if you listen to me before, you know who I, I watch and pay attention to. You know, we always use that funny one when, when the you know men anyway. When when the wife says, "Do I look fat in this dress?" and you you know you oh no, you look fine. Let me ask you something though: if your wife came in front of you or your husband. I have a lot of women that listen. But if they came to you and said, look, you know, I, I, I got this out of the closet. I haven't worn it for a while. How do I look in it? Now, if they don't look good in it, is it better for you to say, well, you look fine? Or, you know, I, I'm not so sure. I'm trying to hurt your feelings, honey, but it, it just doesn't, no, I don't think it does it for you. And in that, you're, you know, would it be better for you to let your, your spouse, male or female, to go out in public looking less than attractive or demeaning to their, to their, uh, themselves? I mean, it, would, wouldn't it be better just to Fess it up and say, I, I, yeah, you might want to send that one to the goodwill. I know it might be a little sting in there, but the sting of truth is so much better than the pain and punishment of a lie. John 8, 44, Jesus is going right at him. He's talking to the religious leaders of his day, men who knew the law to the point where they called them doctors of the law and lawyers, the false, I mean, the uh, chief priests and false, false prophets, the chief priests, the Pharisees, the scribes. He says, ye are of your father, the devil and the lusts of your father ye will do he the devil was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaketh a lie he speaketh of his own for he is a liar and the father of it john 844. I I tell you, go read John chapter 8, the entire thing, but focus on that one. Focus on that one because you don't want to speak the devil's language. No. You want to to be, if you're a, a, a child of the king, you need to act like it. You can be like the king and tell the truth. Sometimes it gets me in deep kimchi but i still do it there are times you have to you know i i kind of smooth it over a little bit but i'm i'm getting where you know telling a, a straight up lie you know oh yeah i really like that guy no i don't really you know it's not that you know i'm not saying i hate somebody it's just that maybe i don't like their style now there are people who drive me to the point of Complete dislike, and they're usually like the ones I mentioned there a minute ago, Pelosi and Biden and Lindsey Graham, you know, these guys are just disgusting. They really are. They just make you sick. They're, They're supposed to be the people that are upholding our laws. Our laws that were in this country actually based on the Ten Commandments they say and I believe it. I mean you look at it you can see it and a lot of other nations the good nations, the ones that are trying to uh, at least be straight up don't I mean they, they they're based somewhere on those ten commandments you know telling the truth you, you know if you go to you go to court. You swear in, put your hand up, swear in. There's consequences if you lie. You can go to prison. You'll if at the very least they can slap a felony record on you. You're done, or or even a you know a a, a big misdemeanor. I mean, it all depends on the judge and how they they want to proceed. I mean, that's a stigma you'll carry for the rest of your life because you got on a stand and didn't tell the truth. It's illegal, they say, to lie to the FBI. It's not illegal for them to lie back to us, though. I want to think about some of these, See, these leaders that we have, and I've already mentioned their names, and these, this goes back a ways. But over the past 80 years or so, they've told whoppers income tax wasn't going to be a thing that went on forever. Your social security card was just a a, a way to identify. Or what did they say? It Wasn't supposed to be used for identity. Now it's used for everything. You know, uh, through the through the forties, late forties, and and on, they were doing all this UFO research. Now, they, and they held that back, and they hid it, and hid it, and hid it. Why? Yeah. You know, why don't the American people get to know about what these unidentified flying objects are? Uh, Now it's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP, whatever they want to call it. Just tell us. I I have my own ideas about that. You know, they tested drugs on people without them knowing it. Now, some of it was was done with people who willfully gave themselves over to be shot up with LSD and, and all kinds of other things to test, see if they could, and, you know, they were but what they were trying to do is develop a way of mind control you, you you believe it or not but our government the CIA specifically was engaged in this stuff and now that's out uh MK Ultra operation monarch there's a few other ones that they got involved in there was one time they were spraying some kind of a toxic disease thing you know the flu kind of a thing and seeing how many people. They were checking the aerial uh, dispersion of a disease on United States citizens, and they found that quite a few got sick. Oh, we can use that. Uh, The JFK thing, that's that's popped up again. That's popped up again. They've let out some of it, but they've redacted most of it. Who was behind it? Who actually did it? Do you really believe that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was a moderate shooter? He was in the Marine Corps, I think, but he wasn't a great shooter. He wasn't a marks, he wasn't a, he wasn't a, what's a top one? I think it's a sharpshooter. He was just a, he was a guy that could hit the target, but, you know, hitting a paper target at 50 hundred 150, 300 yards is a whole lot different than hitting a moving target from the shoulders up in a car hitting him in the head more than once and have a bullet that does a, you know a u-turn and comes back and gets you again. that you know there's a lot of lives. Uh, more recently, Iraq, Iran, and Afghanistan the 911 the 911 thing saudi arabia was in there too weren't they almost everybody was from saudi arabia that supposedly flew airplanes into the buildings why did the buildings fall straight down it doesn't make sense if you even think about it i've had people say well it's because all the weight up there and blah blah no just look at it and you come to your own conclusions. Right? Like I already right, mentioned COVID and the vaccines. We talked about that at nauseum and, uh, you know, Hey, it's something to remember. It's something not to let go of because that is coming back around the whole, we want to lock you down. We want to keep you safe. You know, no, you want to control people, tell the truth and get it out there. Now, uh, carrying on, carrying on. I, uh, I tend to do that. I like to carry on who is a liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is an antichrist. That liar person that denieth the father and the son. That's first John. That's first John 422. First John Four twenty-two. Now, there's a lot of verses that you can go through and and just really, you, you know, it astounds you that God really has a thing. He doesn't like it, and he doesn't like it. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. We make God a liar, and His word is not in us. So don't be a liar. Don't fall into these traps. You know, don't don't let people tell you, "Oh, it's not a big deal." Now you know us guys. We're goofy. We like to play around a little bit we like to you know tease and and joke and cut up and you know i think in that as long as you don't hurt anybody in that mess that you're trying to pull it's you know it's it's done in in good humor right but still should we do it no we should not, actually. We should not. We need to steer clear of things that can cause trouble for us. Um, First Timothy. I've got to skim through the Bible here real quick. If you want to, you can go with me. Now we're gonna talk about the other side of it. Is there's a punishment. There's a punishment. First Timothy one. And I didn't have anything set up, but here we are, first Timothy chapter one, verse ten. For whoremongers. Uh-oh, there's them adulterous guys and the ones that are chasing all these women when they shouldn't be. For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons. And if there be any other thing that is uh, too contrary that to, to, it is contrary to sound doctrine. You're supposed to not do any of those things, it would sound like to me. You're not supposed to willfully go out and lie. I know people that do it and have done it, and it, it disturbs me. And I'm talking about in the church. In the church, not not just, the, the ones out there in the world that you expect from. But those that are in our presence when we're sitting in a pews or watching them in the pulpit, those are the people you really don't expect to be doing the stuff they do. It disturbs me. How many have heard a guy say something? from a place of prominence in a church that you could prove was untrue. Now, I'm not saying, you know, like uh, I heard a guy say something here not too long ago, and it, was, it wasn't it was that it was untrue. I just feel like he, he said something that was a little um, not really factual, okay? And that's, there's a difference between flat out lying and you know thinking you have your facts right and and we'll just leave it at that it wasn't a, it wasn't an egregious thing now that's a that's something you know, I I think we've all done you know we didn't have our facts straight now if you are here, if you're standing there or sitting there on the on the uh, witness stand and you don't have your facts straight well you shouldn't have been there in the first place the people that put you Out there with your hand in the air saying, you know, don't lie. Well, they should have done their research, right? But sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes they just go with it. But you are the one up there that should know better. And no matter what, you just say, look, I I don't really know. I really just don't know. There's lists, lists, and I've read from some of them already. Listen to this: Galatians five and nine. This is this is one of my favorite chapters of the Bible. It has the uh, fruit of the spirit in there, you know, and it's also got the works of the flesh. But in five nine of Galatians five nine. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. So a little of any of these unfactual things, any of these little white lies, or any uh, they just grow. You know, the the uh, the folks back then had that thing about unleavened bread. It had no yeast in it. Yeast was a picture. Now that does this doesn't mean if you use yeast that you're sinning, okay? But yeast was a picture of sin. A little bit of it could get into that lump. A little bit of it could touch that, that lump of bread and mess the whole thing up because they had to have unleavened bread, right? They couldn't have that. that, that uh, uh, They wanted to puff up because that was the whole thing. That little bit of leaven is like pride. When people get a little bit of pride, they start to puff up. And, and I like I say this is one of my favorite chapters of the bible uh, Galatians 5 and verse 17 for the for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh it's the old saying i got a, a you, you got a white dog and you got a black dog you know and, and you, whoever whichever one you feed that's the one that's gonna that's gonna gonna grow and that's the thing. The works of the flesh are manifest. They're made known. And these are the works of the flesh, according to Galatians 5 and verse number 19. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, reveling, reveling, revelings, and the such like of which I tell you before as I have also told you in time past that they which do these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God, period. You should have the gifts of of the Spirit, or I'm sorry, the fruit of the Spirit, Got my tongue wrapped up. Love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. But if you let those other things get into you, there's a few that, you know, it doesn't come right out and say lying in that one. But there's things that kind of bounce around it, isn't there? A heresy. That's telling an untruth or adding some kind of non-traditional doctrine into your doctrine. Drunkenness. You know, some people, oh, yeah, I can drink. No, you can't. You are to remain sober. Sober Sober-minded because when you're not, you're not in control. You're not totally in control not going to go into the drinking thing today but you you're at variance with somebody you know there's there's a good one there's words in there that that uh, we don't use in too much today you know but they kind of hold on to this idea of going against people being at odds with them lying about them This one actually means contention, see? Contention, strife. You don't want to get into that either. It's just better, you, know, you know, people that, that want to argue and, and fight with you, you just say, okay, you win. You win. You know, you don't gain anything by saying, I won. You know, it just doesn't, it's, it's not even worth it. Just stay in your lane. And if, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, we, we want us we want to steer clear of the things that are the works of the flesh. They will drag you down. I'm going to tell you right now, even though it doesn't list it in this one, particularly, I guarantee you that lying is one of the works of the flesh. All you're adding to the Bible have to it's it's made very plain in other places and there is that's where he gives you you know that if you're falling into that you're you're actually you know you're in trouble you're you're in trouble now you can get out of that trouble I'm not here to make people question their salvation. That's the devil's work. I'm only here to help us walk a little bit closer and a little bit better with the Savior. But this does say, they, those that do these things, Read, go read Galatians 5, now i giving you two things, John 8 and Galatians 5. Uh, <clears throat> they which do these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God scares me to death I don't want to be a part of that I want to be in the kingdom that's all I can say about that now one more thing and you know like say I kind of I kind of slid from just talking about what lying is and what lying does You know, it causes a lot of trouble in our lives. Telling the truth just gets it over with, you know. Rip the Band-Aid off, as they say. Revelation 21. This is after everything. New heavens, new earth, the whole thing, you know. because it says I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the last heaven or I'm sorry the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea when i read that it's it's um you know it kind of tosses you up doesn't it because you, you you miss the sea but does it mean sea is in the waves or does it mean sea is in that tumult tumultuous life that was going on just a thought, you know, you can take that how you want. John sees the holy city of New Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. So, Who is the bride, I wonder? It just says it, didn't it? New Jerusalem. He says there's going to be no more death in, in, in Revelation 21.4, he, and he's going to wipe away the tears. He that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. It's Jesus. He's telling him I'm the Alpha, the Omega. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But, Oops, there's a but in the Bible, B-U-T, but, Jesus says in Revelation 21 and verse 8, but the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake that burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death period. And that is a period. All liars. I pray that we can get ourselves back on track. If you're slipping and sliding, If you're denying, if you're, when, when we do certain things like, like this, we, we are actually, we're betraying the people that we love. I refuse. I'll I'll just tell the truth and get it over with. Um, now before somebody says, Oh, he's saying we're all going to hell. That's not my business. I'm going to read you a passage of scripture though, as you can imagine. Because it's interesting, or not interesting, it's very, very factual again. And this is where we'll end today. It's in Acts, A-T, or A-C-T-S, chapter one. So we're not going to talk about Pentecost and upset any of the Baptists or the Methodists out there. Acts, chapter one. Peter's doing talking. Peter has had a serious rebirthing. You know, he's gone from that hard-edged fisherman that was, you know, and you know, not not always did Peter stick his foot in his mouth like some think. He said things that he just, you know, he just the the spirit of God would move on him. Like when he said, "Thou art the, the, the Christ, the Son of the Living God." Jesus said. You know, men haven't revealed that to you. Only my father can do that. Now, I think in this instance, they're looking for a man to be uh, the replacement for Judas. Judas Iscariot. let hope you make that very plain as well. Now, this is what Peter says. Verse 24, Acts 1, verse 24. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two that thou hast chosen. Now notice how they said that. Now we haven't, they didn't choose the successor. They let God do it. That he may take part of this ministry and apostleship from which Judas, Iscariot, by transgression fell, comma, that he might go to his own place. There was no speaking out and saying, he went to hell. Very plainly says that Judas went to his own place. I have a hard time believing myself as a 21st century uh, Bible reader and believer in Jesus that Judas went anywhere else besides a uh, rather warm place. But that is not up to me to say as well. as If it wasn't up for Peter as he prayed to the Father, for the successor, To Judas, he said he went to his own place. I pray that your own place and my own place will not be a very warm and hot place full of fire and hateful things. I'm looking forward to the day when I go to my own place it will be with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As well you should too. As we celebrate this part of the year, that we celebrate his first arrival here on planet Earth as a babe in a manger. Some food for thought. We need to walk closer with him. I want you to read, though, this. I'll read it again, Acts 125. Underlying and underlining something. Just this second part here, from which Judas by his transgression, fell. Judas had to be in something or on something. You have to be. You're either in it or on it to fall from it. Judas was one of the original disciples, the original 12. Jesus knew he was a liar and a a thief. Jesus probably knew he was going to betray. Well, he did at Passover, that last Passover supper. He knew who he said, Go do what you do and do it quickly. You betray me with a kiss. But he he evidently at one point in time, which we know, he followed Christ. He walked with him. He talked with him. And yet he fell. We don't want to be in that position. We want to carry on to the end, run the race, run the course with patience, looking forward to the reward at the end. Till the next time. December the 23rd, 2022, this is Tom Richardson, removing confusion, hopefully removing some confusion about the truth, we want to use the truth, lying kind of, it gets in there when when you do it a little bit, guess what, like it says in Galatians 5, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. So just stay away from it, folks. Tell the truth. Live with it. Carry on. It may come to a day when we even have to die with it. Do not want to be a betrayer or a denier of Jesus Christ. Till next time, God love you.
0: Me too. Now I'm a child with a heavenly home. Yeah. Sing it My Holy Father, well, he's made me own and i'm washed by his blood and i'm clothed in his love and someday i'll sing